Talk Sports Podcast. It's Just Trip bringing you in for episode 27. To my right, I have Rods the Ripsaw. We got two man booth this week, and we're going to give you the best we got. So, Raj, we are days away from football. Uh, we have college football starting up this weekend, which we actually had some games this past week, but the big. The big matchups, I guess week one technically is starting up this weekend. I kind of can't wait to dig into that tonight. <clears throat> yes, and then the following week is NFL. Yep. Um, big news for the NFL this this time was Cam Newton is cut. He is away. He's gone. It, it didn't surprise me, but it surprised me this early. You, you know, I figured Mac Jones was going to take that job, but... I just think it, it was Bill Belichick was just sick of his shit. And, and he just he's like, no, not no more. Because especially when you, you drafted Mac Jones, I mean, that is the type of player Belichick drafts. Oh, yeah, I, I was with you. I thought Mac was eventually going to take over the team. Um, I, I also did not see it happening this soon. I figured Cam was going to be the starter and maybe Mac would take over at some point during the season. But. Obviously, they saw enough where they like Mac. I think he's going to be good. Time will tell, but Cam is out the door. So that whole division with their quarterbacks, the oldest quarterback is Josh Allen at 25. That's crazy. It is. Here's what you got. Tua, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. Yeah, the Jets. Who? But again, uh, we we made our predictions last last week. We all we all picked the Bills to probably run away with it for the most part. I don't think anybody, um, none of us think that it's going to be extremely competitive. You know, I I've said I think the Patriots might, you know, give them some hell. You said Miami could probably give them some hell. Obviously, none of us picked the Jets. No, but <laughs> but again, now now it makes New England a little bit more interesting now because you got a viable QB option and making that offense go better. Yeah, and, and the good thing is now they, they're they not playing the, okay, is Cam going to be, how long is Cam going to be our guy? Is he going to be our guy for the whole season? Or is Mac going to come in at some point? Now the offense knows Mac's our guy, and he's the guy for the foreseeable future. So it kind of gives you, that's the good thing is when you see that, you're like, all right, well, at least we know for the foreseeable future, this is our guy, and this is the way we want to build our team. And we'll see what happens. I, I'm with you. I think he's a Tom, he's a Tom Brady type player. Is he going to be as good as Tom Brady? Doubtful, but time will tell. But he's got that same mentality, same yeah. build as a Tom Brady, which, yeah. like you said, that's Bill Belichick's bread that's, and butter. That, that, so. Yeah. By the way, uh, before we get this started, oh, this is huge. This is a. Uh, you got the uh, Oktoberfest the flowing. best beer of the year. It. <laughs> it is September, therefore it is time for Oktoberfest. I also, my wife got on to me because I bought some of the uh, pumpkin smell good stuff to put in the house. She gets so mad. I was like, what? <laughs> I know she hates it. That's why I do it. And I, I give Coop hell for it because he's all about it, but. Honestly, he was about the pumpkin beer. He was trying to sell beer, that. Yeah, and I'm like, it's like, not bad, but Sam Adams' October is number one. Yeah. Therefore, 
We are drinking our Sam Adams October this week. Um, and my, is it good? <laughs> so, Deshaun Watson's names again re semi surfaced. There was some trade rumor stuff. Um, Miami Dolphins was one of the uh, the lead team. Um, one thing I heard was part of that deal going back would be Jacoby Brissett, um, which wouldn't be bad for them, but I wonder why it wouldn't be Tua. But yeah, it mean maybe no different than the oh, that's the one we got to talk about uh, today too. Our boy, oh Gardner, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot, yeah, Gardner is another one. So we've had some quarterback movement <laughs> and some tr- uh, talk. Yeah, I still in my heart I don't see Deshaun playing this year anywhere. I think uh, I think it'd be best for him to get his life straight figure out the legal stuff that's going on and you know because we don't know i mean he might be going to jail yeah he again or he might be paying a lot of money or it might be nothing so i mean we we don't know legally where it's going right now but he needs to get that taken care of before he does any football related stuff in my opinion i think it's i wouldn't understand why miami it would want to give up onto it this quick I don't get it. it it's just like, let the guy play a little bit. It's not, again, it's no, like, I think I said it last week, the week before, it's no worse than, um, oh, Tan- when Tannehill was in Miami. Yeah. It's not that much different. I mean, the b- difference is to is a little bit more athletic than Tannehill. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. You know, you hear his name. You hear the Eagles aren't exactly sold on Jalen Hurts. You've heard that some. I you know these guys really haven't even played a full season yet. So how do we? I uh, but Gardner going to Philadelphia, boy, I like. I that like move. that. I do like that move. Again, I thought he was going to go to. I, I thought he was going to Denver. I thought he was going to Indianapolis. But Philly is a good spot. Uh, I think he could definitely get some playing time there. We'll see what happens. I don't know if he'll. Obviously, he's not – Hurts is the starting quarterback right now. But things can change. It's yeah. Philly, so who freaking knows what's going to happen there? I mean, let's go to let's go to Coop's uh, pattern, <laughs> pattern rooms, he likes to say, O-line, O-line, O-line. Yeah. And that's that's what's going to determine you know, how well Hurts is going to do under center. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's – I you know, we, we are definitely big fans of Gardner Minshew on this show. As as we are of Chad Pennington yes. as well. That's, that was our guy. So we do like those underdog type quarterbacks. Those are I'll, I'll throw you definitely. No, I'll, I'll throw you another one on, on the pro level, not so much on college level. Doug Flutie. Yes, yes. <laughs> like yeah, college. I mean, he was obviously Heisman Trophy yeah. winner, but in the NFL, I mean, he didn't play for years. Yeah, he went to the CFL yep. and did his thing, and then. What was he came to Buffalo yep. and then, the Flutie uh, Flakes took over? Oh yeah, then uh, he was with New England for a stretch. Yeah, but I want to say before he ended up in New England because he actually started with New England, but before he ended there, he was with San Diego. Yes, with uh, Marty. Yes, he was with San Diego. I forgot about that. Um, because shout I think out it to was, Man there. Yeah, I think it was when um, was it when Drew Brees was there? Yeah. So, some, I tell you, they had some 
San Diego has had some good quarterbacks. They've had some good. I mean, not roll through too. Not uh, Flutie was uh, you know, he was fun to watch, but Drew Brees. I mean, he got injured and they kicked him to the curb. Philip Rivers, which then they got Philip Rivers. So now they got Herbert, who yeah looks like he's going to be good. I I think he's going to take a step back this year. I think the whole Chargers team is, but. We shall see. That's why you play to win the game. You play to win the game. That's why you play on Sundays. Um, X's nose. This this, yeah, this is another interesting stat. So, who do you think's got the easiest schedules this year? Um, so I was looking at something, and I know I heard uh, I heard some. I'm sure Buffalo probably doesn't have a extremely hard schedule. Nope. Uh, Patriots probably because you know they never. Nope. I know the Steelers have an extremely tough schedule. Um, I don't know who's got the on paper who's got the easiest schedule. One to five: Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> which they're playing each other. I yeah. see. Okay, yeah, they, they um, play two games against each other. It, so yeah, Atlanta, Tampa, right. and then they they uh, got a mix between Miami and uh, Denver. Okay. Well, but so so when you look at my, uh, Philadelphia and Dallas, there should be again no excuse not to win your division. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, so bad. I think Dallas is going to win it, but mm, yeah, I'm not sold on any of those teams. Not at all. I I'm really not. I if any of them, I think Dallas could be the one that makes the most noise. I think they on paper they have the most talent. But can they put it all together? Can they stay healthy? Uh, now there's a thing about Dak's throwing arm is hurt. He says it's not as bad, but that is out there too. He's coming off a season-ending injury last year where his leg made a question mark. So, you know, we have – there's a lot, of, a lot of football left to be played, boys. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we, we need to make our – we'll probably make our playoff picks here soon. We were going to maybe do that this evening, but Coop's not here, so we'll wait on that just so we could get those all together. But out of the teams, who do you think would be – and this is just us talking right now. Who's a dark horse, do you think, that not saying could win the Super Bowl but could make a run in the playoffs for you? I would say for me, Dallas is one, and I believe the Rams are another one that could be those dark horse teams that could really make some noise in the playoffs. I like the Rams pick um, because they they're a good team. It's not like say a dark horse team, but they're a good team. But they don't get the respect, I think. Yeah. So I I could see that for sure. Um, on the um, AFC side, I, I just go back to Indianapolis because, again, when when they played uh, Buffalo at home, that was not an easy game. Their yeah. defense really carried them. And it is really going to come down to them as their quarterback play. If they get some type of improvement over when they had Phillip Rivers last year, they're going to make some noise. Yeah, to me, I think the AFC, it's, uh, again, I don't have a dark horse in the AFC, but the team, obviously, Kansas City and Buffalo are your two favorites. 
the one who I think is going to be really good this year, and I hate to say it, it wouldn't be a podcast without your phone going exactly. off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, would be Baltimore. I I hate Baltimore. Yeah. There's and I obviously I don't think anybody's saying they're a dark horse by any stretch, but I think they are going to be you really know, like, good this year. Let's let's just touch on that for a quick second because I I don't know that injury happened last week and we talked about it but J.K. Dobbins injury. And yeah. you think that would have been well, there goes our running game. But even as too much this this week where you had a guys like Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley out there. And they said, no, actually, we're pretty happy with our, our backfield. Yeah. Gus Edwards is going to be private league guy. And then they got um, the young guy behind him. I can't think of his name right now. Ty- Tyson Williams or? Is that it? It's something, yeah. And, but... and then Justice Hill is number three. Um, and they're, they're going to do the running back committee. But it always seems like Baltimore's done that. You yeah. Know? Even when uh, they had Ingram. I mean. Yeah. Um, I think the last time Baltimore had like a stud number one guy was years ago with Jamal Lewis. I was even going to say Ray Rice. Yeah. I, Cause Ray, Ray Rice, Rice was after Jamal Lewis. Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Ray, Ray, I forgot about Ray Rice. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would go with him and Jamal Lewis. I completely forgot about him. So did the league once he hit his <laughs> wife, but you know, it's a different story for a different day. <laughs> we, will, we might crack open a winter fest yeah. over that. <laughs> exactly. And, it's one of those that we'll sit around a bonfire and talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and, and it's, it's going to be. Okay. So JK Dobbins was a, was a good, was a better pass catcher. So how's that going to affect really the passing game to the backfield? I think it's almost going to be next to not evident. Yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't watched enough with Gus Edwards to know how good he is as a, I mean, I've seen him run. He's he's a pretty good runner, but I don't know how he is in the passing game. So Gus Edwards is not in the passing game. Okay, Gus so, Ed, Gus Edwards is is like a bowling ball. He is he, a he is a downfield. Down, he is a north south guy yep. that will run you over. Yes, I do like him as a running back. Like I said, I haven't ever seen enough of him to watch him in the passing game. So if you're saying he's got hands of stone, I believe you on that <laughs> one. Um, but Baltimore again, they got the X factor. At quarterback. Yeah. You know, he can throw, run. I mean, it's. You know what? I'm going to change my West pick, actually. You know, Dark Horse is going to be there. Who's that? San Francisco. Yeah. I, again, we said going in the West, it would not surprise me if any of those four won the division. Because you know who else don't get enough uh, respect, I think? Who's it's that? Jimmy G. Yeah, I, I I think that he's gonna, I think he's gonna be the starter throughout the year unless something ridiculous happens. But I think once the year's over, he's gonna go free agency and find somewhere else because they have Trey Lance, and yeah. I think that is definitely their quarterback of the future. But that reminds you of like when they had um, Montana and Young. Yes, and, you know so, and they also shoot even um, Alex Smith and uh, oh, what's, um, what, Kaepernick. Yes. Which that'd be another bonfire yeah. cold beer day. Yeah. Kaepernick <laughs> still wants a job in the NFL, but does he want a job in the NFL? He wants like twenty million a year and guaranteed starting quarterback. 
All right, I got to ask you a darn question because I keep seeing that this stupid meme thing going around on uh, social media. What is the whole high school thing with Cam Newton? Oh, so there was a high school <clears throat> that was on ESPN. I will find the name of it because I cannot think of the name right right off the top of my head. But um, they played a game and they got destroyed like 52 to nothing or something. Come to find out it was a fake high school and they had like old college football players and stuff like that that were playing on this high school team like juco players and their head coach is he's now wanted for fraud which obviously you know that's part of the whole situation right now but would it have been fraud if you would just come out and said hey we're we're, we're just has been college guys you know B- bishop uh sycamore bishop sycamore <laughs> is uh and they got destroyed like they, and the team they played is an actual really good team um really good high school football team but come to find out espn didn't do any research on them and gave them a game and that's not even a real school so that's the whole thing about, oh uh, yeah, you wouldn't know her. She, you know, it's, it's just funny. Um, I don't know how a big company like ESPN lets something like that happen. I know there's plenty of things that happen, but come on guys, do yeah. a little bit of research. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, especially in, in, in this uh, tech age right now. Yeah. You're the world. The worldwide leader and uh da-da-do, da-da-do. yeah that doesn't look good on them no <coughs> so. excuse me <coughs> it's not corona <laughs> well what do you say uh we uh hit the pause button and then uh we'll go to college football next absolutely we will come back with some college football okay bye <laughs> sports podcast everybody you know what time it is now time to talk some college football finally and we had to come in with the damn michigan song <laughs> well i mean you know you you opened us tonight so yeah so um <laughs> quit <laughs> so we're actually uh tuning into some college football right now where uh ohio state is playing minnesota and they're down 14 10 yeah i just want to break that news you know uh, let's see if, uh, so Ohio state's ranked fourth right now. Yeah. A lot of people have them going into the college playoff, which again, I think your college playoff teams are, you've got your usual suspects, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio state, um, Oklahoma is up there. I mean, those are probably your four big ones. Obviously, uh, Georgia is one. A lot of people are talking about. So talking about Georgia, huge kickoff game Saturday night. Georgia Clemson. Oh yeah. Um that is a that's a big game. There's this week is going to have some amazing games. So right now I'm curious to see what the line would be on that. So I can pull that up for you actually. So you have Georgia 
Uh, darn it. I don't see it right this second. I'll have to look it up yeah. uh, here. Oh, here we go. Georgia's plus three. I was about to say, I know I just saw it. So Georgia's plus three right now. Uh, it's a it's at Charlotte, so it's a neutral site. Yeah. I I'm gonna pick Georgia. And I as a South Carolina fan, I hate both teams. I hate Georgia. I hate Clemson. But I want to see Clemson lose. I'm so tired of Clemson fans always talking about how great they are. And yes, I understand you guys are a lot better than South Carolina. I freaking get it. But shut up. I want you to go down a peg. <laughs> I'm tired of them having great quarterbacks because I swear for the last 10 years it feels like they've had great quarterbacks. They've had amazing teams. I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of it. I want Clemson to lose. Let's go Georgia. I can't say it. I can't say it. Let's uh let's beat Clemson. Whoever's doing I can't say it. I can't say the word. But I think it's going to be an amazing I, game. I really think that's going to be a barn burner matchup. I see Clemson winning this game, but I it is not going to be a, a game where they're just going to walk in, walk the dog. They're going to work for every darn yard, and Georgia's going to you know prove it. It wouldn't shock me that Georgia could upset them too, and and set set the tone for you know the college football world to see the dominoes fall in week one. Yeah, but. Well, and the problem is with Georgia, and it's been their problem in recent history, is they always have trouble in the big game. Yes. I I remember the marathon game um, when they were in the Rose Bowl, and uh, they were playing. I can't remember who it was. Um, Elephant, no. Um, That's when DeAndre DeAndre Swift was still there. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was Jake Brom was quarterback. Uh, Georgia, that's that's been their mo. Is they they have trouble winning the big game. Yeah. Whereas Clemson, for years, always had trouble winning the big game. I mean, people called it Clemsoning because they would always lose a game they shouldn't, and that was always Clemsoning was you'd lose a game. Now, Dabo Sweeney has got there and turned that program around to a national powerhouse. So he got rid of the word Clemsoning, for better for worse. As a Carolina fan, I hate it. But again, I think we have better days coming our way. South Carolina yeah. football, not this year. I, you know, I think a six-win season would be phenomenal. I would love to get to six wins. I don't know if it's going to happen. Realistically, I don't know. I think we're probably a five-win team, but I, we could get that six-seven wins if we play our asses off. I, I kind of feel uh, we're semi-similar in that same boat as y'all. Uh, when I look at our schedule uh, for Michigan, we can go 4-0. and Starting so, off? Starting off. But, I mean, our, our test ain't to, like, uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> and, and that's in week five. Well, and see, and that's the thing. So, But then again, even, you know, our week one opponent – um. Well, South Carolina week one has Eastern Illinois. And, and we got West, we should, yeah. Western Michigan, which for Western Michigan, it's not going to be one of those ones where we're just going to walk through and expect to win. Uh, there was that Appalachian State game that we thought that. And yeah. Oh, yeah. That was uh, <laughs> that's, that still stings. Yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah. That was a rough one for yep. you guys. Yep. 
Um, some other games coming up this weekend. So right now we have Ohio State, Minnesota playing. Um, Minnesota I'm, is winning 14 to 10 at halftime. Minnesota, I, I think they can be, beat them. Oh, absolutely. But Ohio State, I mean, it's in Minnesota. So they got that going for them. It's the week one. You know, that's a lot of weird things can happen, especially early in the season. So you never know. Minnesota is one of those teams of recent they just don't get the respect and and, and they they play they play your opponents tough and, and i just I, I just love to see this win for them this would be similar to the when iowa beat ohio state at home yeah a few years back but we'll see yes uh tomorrow north carolina virginia tech uh that'd be friday night Six o'clock on ESPN. There's another team that uh, doesn't rise to the big game as North Carolina, where they should seize the moment. Yeah, they they've got they're ranked tenth going into the season. They've got a good team. They've had good teams the last few years. They should beat Virginia Tech handily. Will it happen? I don't know. I they, think they're struggling against. Well, them. And, and the thing is, it's in. Um, it's in Blacksburg, Virginia. So that'd be uh, some other key matchups. Penn State, Wisconsin. That's a uh, twelve o'clock kickoff on Saturday. You have Alabama, Miami. That's a three thirty game. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, Indiana, Iowa. Those are ranked teams going against each other. Uh, Louisiana, Lafayette, and Texas. That's another ranked game. Clemson, Georgia. We talked about LSU, UCLA is. The Saturday night game, and then on Sunday, Notre Dame, Florida State. Ooh. So we got a big lineup, and those are just the ranked teams. I mean, there there's plenty of other games out there, but those are your big matchups going on this week. Good uh, lineup for college football to start off with. LSU's got to win this game. They it it's gonna set the tone <laughs> for their season. But I I look back at when the New Orleans Saints back in 06. When, when Katrina hit and they went on that run, I think for LSU they they need to take get on that horse and just say we're gonna ride and and, and do this for for our people. Well, LSU is uh, two and a half point favorites. It is in uh, it's in the, the Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl, so you know that's that's a home game for UCLA. Let's call it like it's you know it's in their not their backyard, but basically their backyard. So. LSU, I know right now the state of Louisiana is hurting. They got a lot of things going on. So you want I want to see them rise to the occasion, get a big win here. Like yeah. you said, it'd be great for the city, great for the state of Louisiana to get that big win to start off with. Especially at the Rose Bowl. You know, it's a so many so much great football has been oh played there. Yeah. You know, that's a that's one of those historic yep. places. When you think of historic places especially when it comes to college football the rose bowl's up there with a lot of other you know you've got the big house you got the horseshoe notre dame stadium um alabama you know there's certain places that just have lsu at night yeah you know there's certain places that just have that aura to them yeah rose Bowl's one of them yeah you know you, you should be good uh but yes, I think the one I, I really 
am looking forward to is um, I'm looking forward to that Penn State Wisconsin twelve o'clock game because that's the that's the first game on Saturday, right? You know, right yep. at twelve o'clock. It's it's your first big game. Penn State Wisconsin, man. That that's Wisconsin is a five and a half point favorite. It's in Wisconsin. I think don't sleep on Penn State. No, but I think that Wisconsin will win it. Um, you know, remember how you talked about um, you get pissed off that uh, Penn or not Clemson always put out solid quarterbacks. Whenever Wisconsin always puts out solid running backs. Oh my God! For yes. years, for years, <laughs> was it Ron Dane? Yes. I mean, they've always had big time cornbread fed mofo's that go in there and play hard. Yes. I, yeah, Wisconsin has definitely done that. So that, but Penn State, you know. Old Saquon Barkley came from there. <laughs> yeah, he did. Old Saquon. I'd say, but that's that's how I got to know Saquon Barkley is is being a Big Ten fan, watching him at Penn State. And <laughs> when I called the injury last year, um, oh man, that, that, number one that just irritated the hell out of Coop. <laughs> it sure but, did. But Penn State was just running him nonstop. Yeah, and that you know how I can relate to that is similar to Alabama running backs. They run them into the ground <laughs> and then when they go to the pros there's only a select handful that actually perform well in the pros because they run so hard in college yeah it's you know you, you've got obviously a derrick henry who's been he's the exception on that phenomenal um mark ingram had decent years but never he was never as good as you thought he could be you like, know heisman trophy winner he had good years yeah. but he was never that the the main guy he had games he had years where he put up numbers but he was never the main guy but d henry is i mean he's a beast trent richardson what, what happened oh yeah he was eddie lacy what happened he gained 500 pounds <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah no I, I see exactly what you're saying like you said there, there's always those outliers yeah and derrick henry is the outlier for oh, that team god yeah <clears throat> it's it's I'm really looking forward to this season. No, I think Notre Dame, um, Florida F State, Florida State, yes. And see, I, that's I, what I like I, is that's a Sunday night game. Yeah. It is they got their own. You know, that's the only game in town on Sunday. There's no no NFL. That'll be the only game in town at seven thirty on a Sunday. That's gonna be. That is. Notre Dame needs to go out there and win big. I think they are. I think they will. I think Florida State they just don't got enough. is on the right track. Yeah, I think give them a couple of years, they'll be they'll be back to being the Florida State of the '90s. I don't know if they're going to be national championship, but they're going to be in there. I just I don't know if they're there yet. So that's going to be what at FSU. Yes, it's at FSU. Uh, for, uh, Notre Dame is a seven point favorite. I want to see that that opening. Uh, for like a tribute to Bobby, Bobby. Yeah, they said that they are. Uh, they're doing a. So the whole season is for Bobby, which arguably greatest college head coach. You know, there there's others that you can argue for, but he is in the he's in the conversation for greatest head coach. Um, he didn't have the he didn't have the national titles that many others did, but he was consistent, and he was just you, you never heard a bad thing about him. No. You never, even whenever, towards the end, 
um, you know, when it, he was losing and all, you never really heard a bad thing about Bobby Bowden. You know, you can't say that about Joe Paterno because we all know what happened there. That was a shit show and a half. Bobby was a good guy. He was just a good dude who, you know, when he got mad, he'd say, dang it, daggummit. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. just, he was just a very solid guy. And all the guys who played for him, just said how much they loved him. So I'd like to see Florida State, you know, get a couple good wins because, like you said, for Bobby. Yeah. He uh, he deserves it. That's another team that, like, Notre Dame, I mean. That's another one that, they that can't, win can't the get over the hump. Game. Yeah, and it's been like that for years. I mean, since they played, was Alabama – for the national championship years ago that when was rough. they had Manti Teo and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. you know, Notre Dame again, just like you said, they're another one that just has that trouble winning the big game right now. You know, you have, I think you're, you're, you're three big, big ones that, that have won a big game. Alabama, obviously, Clemson, obviously, and then Ohio State in there. They they can't get fully over the hump, but I think beating, you know, they have beaten some of the big teams. They have beaten a Clemson, you know, they've beaten Georgia. I can't, I don't, I think they beat Alabama during one of the runs. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but so they're there. My question is, who's going to be in the four playoffs? Personally, I think it's going to be Alabama, and it's not in any particular order. Alabama, Clemson, I'm going to put Georgia in there because I think they're going to beat Clemson this week, and if they do that, that's going to that's gonna set, set the ripples. tone for the... And then I'm going to put in Ohio State, as much as I hate to do it. Um, you know, you've got... There's people talking A&M. You've heard Notre Dame's name out there. You've heard Oklahoma... Obviously, there's other teams that can, <clears throat> I can come out Oklahoma. and make noise. Oh, absolutely. I can see. Oklahoma's coming into the season ranked number two. Again, they, they're in a, a very winnable conference. I'll say it like that. Um, I think just like Clemson and, and, you know, people all the time. Oh, yeah. See, I know you SEC fans always get on the ACC. Well, the ACC, if you look at the top to bottom is not as strong as these other conferences. Yes, they have a solid number one. A solid number one. And they have some other teams that are pretty good. SEC has two or three solid number ones. Big Ten has one or two solid number ones. And they have a lot of teams that can go in there I and think right fight. Now, I think they're right now at three or four, to be, to be honest. Number but ones for Big Ten? Not number ones, but like they're competitive. Yeah, you know, yeah like, well, and that's what I'm but, saying. There, there's competitive teams, but I'm saying solid. In the SEC, you have Georgia, Alabama, and I would say LSU. Then you have your A&M behind them, Florida possibly. Um, you know, you got those other teams in there. But overall, I you know, that's the thing. These ACC, ACC people get so upset when you do not – Praise the ACC, how great it is! But but what's, it's not that after, great. After Clemson, it drops off substantially. Yeah, you've got 
Notre Dame's technically not an ACC school. No. But we'll put them in there. So, yeah, yeah, I can argue for Notre Dame. Sure. I'm not putting North Carolina up there right now. No. I'm not putting Miami up there right now because they still have to prove it. Yeah. (laughs) Or Boston College. But, no, I mean, you know, it's been like that for years. That's what I'm saying. So you have Clemson and then possibly Notre Dame. That's why, that's why I was like, it'd be good to see FSU come back to push. Miami's another one. I'd like to see them come back and, and make some noise. I don't know if they're going to. I'm not sold on Miami yet, but. That's like in the Big Ten. I mean, you know, yes, Ohio State's going to be there. Um, Wisconsin's one. I, I really was Wisconsin. Um, Iowa, Minnesota. I'll tell you another one. Iowa's always one to watch listen, out for. Iowa will sting you if you don't pay attention, and they do that every time we play them. It's they play us hard. Yeah, Iowa is definitely a team I'm watching out for in that Big Ten. Yes. Um, but there are I would not team. be surprised to see them win the whole Big Ten. No. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose three games. They're, they're, but I, I think they are that they are that kind of team that can shock people. Yes. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is Ohio State was you know was um felt that a couple years ago. Um they're just they don't get the respect they need, but they're not gonna win the Big Ten conference. You know, they're not gonna Get, be a top seeded team for the Big Ten, um, but like I say, Minnesota is. Uh, I'll throw Penn State in the mix. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'd go with Penn State with that. Um, and our our, our program's tr- dropped off a bit. Know that? I'm not going to you know say what it is. Michigan <laughs> State, Michigan State even dropped dropped off a, a hair. They were on a tear for a little bit. Yeah, Michigan State. Uh, they they went down. They, uh, yeah, they were on a tear for a while, but then it just kind of fizzled. It did. Uh, You know, Penn State, that's, I think they could be good this year. Yeah. I, I don't like them to, to win the, win the Big Ten, but I do like them to, to beat, I do like them to beat some teams that will not win it. Yeah. I could see them beating. Either a Wisconsin and, and Iowa, and still got Ohio Indiana State. in it too. Yeah, and and Indiana is a top twenty-five program right now, so you you, you can't <clears throat> you can't say that they're not going to win it. But I don't know, man. I, I'm really I'm really looking forward to this college football season. I think we have some. God, I just hope that with everything going on in the world, COVID wise, that we get. A full season. Yes, I hope we don't get a whole lot of um, canceled but, but, games. But even what looking at this this uh, Minnesota Ohio State game tonight, I mean, th- this stands are full on a Thursday night. Oh yeah, this is great. It's and that's it's because all right. So NFL, you like to have the fans there. It gives it a little bit of fun. NBA, base, you know MLB, NHL, you get that atmosphere but there's nothing like a college football true. atmosphere true i think i think maybe playoff hockey atmosphere could be in there but not in every night for college football every week is a playoff game it feels like you have it is a diehard 
college football has some diehard fans and yeah. they really not saying other sports fans don't, that but, will travel. Yeah. Not saying other, other sports don't, but college football has a different atmosphere yeah. and just the bands playing and that's it what gets I love you too. going. Yeah. I mean, it just, <laughs> the tailgating, the it's, it's a different atmosphere. The traditions. It's, it's yes, it is great. I that's why I love college football so much. Yep, is because of the traditions and just everything around it. It's it's going to be fun. I cannot wait to see what happens. Again, all we can hope for is teams to stay healthy and not to have the the um the Rona jump in there and and ruin the. The teams. So I, I listened to a podcast this, this past week. It, they interviewed uh, Mark Rick. It was a great interview. Um, he talked. He talked about his time with um, Georgia and you know Miami and such. He talked about the. Um, I think they call it the hell drills, but it was like the uh, mat the mat drills. Yeah, and and he he goes, there's guys that still talk about that to this day. They <laughs> says. If I can get through that, I can get through anything in life. Yeah. But uh, he, he, you know, he was out of that Bobby Bowden, you know, coaching tree, <laughs> and he just shared that w- where he went, and it's just it was really cool to listen to podcasts because you know me, me being uh, a Big Ten guy, I, I didn't know much about Mark Richt, yeah, and it was just wow, I was bl- blown away. Number one, um, but I didn't realize he was battling with uh, Parkinson's. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, God, you know, I hope I hope he does well. I I hated him at Georgia because I hate Georgia, <laughs> but <laughs> you never want to see that for anybody. No, not at all. <clears throat> well, I think this is a good place to stop, and uh, we'll come back with we'll do some this week in sports history yeah. and wrap up. Sounds good. Okay, bye. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dad Bod Sports Podcast, bringing you back with some Bob Marley, baby. Hell yeah. Always good to have Bob Marley yes. playing. It's never a bad day <laughs> no. when Bob Marley's playing. So we're coming back, and as is tradition, as our boy Coop would say, we're coming in with this week in sports history. I have one that is uh, very near and dear to my heart to start off with, Raj. 1999, former Pittsburgh Penguin star. Mario Lemieux, greatest hockey player of all time, in my opinion. I know people say Gretzky, but Lemieux was the best. Anyways, he is approved for new ownership of a struggling franchise. That struggling franchise at the time was known as the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, I will say During this. that time, there was a lot of talk of Pittsburgh moving, the Pens moving. He came in there and he completely turned that franchise around. We got a new, a new arena. You got some amazing draft picks, you know, and won three Stanley Cups since he took over the team. So it's 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 awesome. I'm so glad he took over. He did amazing stuff, kept the team in Pittsburgh, and really just it, it was it was a brand new. 
it was what Pittsburgh needed because yeah. they were they were really close to losing that franchise. Yes. And yeah, he, I remember turned, that. he turned them around completely. So there there was a few franchises in, in hockey in that era that were on the ropes. I, yeah. I tell you another one that was on the ropes too was the were the Sabres. Yeah. You know, so but and and, and some of them had to be tied in with those new uh arena deals and yeah, and that was the thing. It was that was one of the hey, biggest things with Pittsburgh was the arena. So speaking of which, about the old igloo. Guess who's finally getting a new arena this year? Who would that be? The freaking Islanders. Oh, the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Coop did say something about oh that. Oh my god, that place was a dump. <laughs> <laughs> about time. They've been talking about it for 20 years now, so 40 yeah. plus years of these <laughs> men. It's been since they won their last cup. They've yeah. Been talking about it. <laughs> so that was uh yeah, that was one of the things this week. I, I had to throw that out there because nah, it was a huge franchise changing moment. It truly was a franchise changing moment. Rod, you got one for us? Yeah. Um nineteen seventy two. Um Mark Spitz, uh the US four by hundred meter medley relay team of Mike Stam, Tom Bruce, Mike Mark Spitz and Jerry Heinrich. Uh, sets world record um, to win the gold medal at the Munich Olympics. Mark Smith's, Mark Spitz becomes the first athlete to win seven gold uh, medals at single games. Yeah, that was a... Uh, we weren't alive for that, but... Big deal. Yeah, but I do remember... I don't... I remember hearing about that. So I, I wasn't there to experience it, but I do remember watching it with... Um, well, uh, Oh my gosh! I just had a brain fart. Uh, the swimmer for U.S. that won seven gold. Um, oh my gosh, it's going to bother me now. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah, oh my uh, god. Um, Phelps, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so watching that was pretty awesome. So I'm sure back then it was pretty cool too. That that was a literal freeze moment on both. Dude, I like... could not think of his name. <laughs> I'm like, like we and, one of, the... and it was on, during when we were like. Growing up, yeah, one of the greatest athletes ever, and I can't think of his name. Oh, that was sorry, folks. That was bad. I mean, he thought he could uh be faster than than a shark. I mean, yeah, so I mean, I get it. That was that was rough. (laughs) They were were watching that, and and, uh, me and Becker, like, why would why wasn't a real shark? Why was it a simulation? I was like, come on, get a real shark, (laughs) put him. Put him in a tank next to a real shark and let's see what happens. Or or actually go against a shark. That would be... <laughs> um, there is something I did want to bring up in baseball news. Okay. Uh, since our boy Coop's not here, he can't, you know, cuss and complain about this, but I'm sure oh, he would I think be. he would have went off on a tangent um, this week. Yeah. So the Mets general manager, um, Zach Scott, Got busted for drunk driving and got... I don't think he was fired yet, but he stepped down or has been put on leave for right now. So, retro. Anyways, the Mets have sucked anyways. Their own fans were booing him, and then the players were getting their feelings hurt. Shut up, Mets. Nobody likes you. So, you know, this is Coop's what I- not here, so I can say, Mets fucking suck. <laughs> Mets suck. Mets suck. Nobody likes the Mets. The only team in New York is the Yankees. Mets suck. Suck it, Mets. God, that felt good to say. I just, I don't get, and I I said this last week, 
why they weren't a little more aggressive when it was coming to know this is what our team needs. What do we got to do going up to trade deadline to make this happen, to make the postseason? That's kind of a big deal. It kills me that they, so their big trade was to get a shortstop, Javi Baez. When this offseason, their big trade was to get a shortstop in Lindor. So they bring in a big shortstop that was supposed to change the franchise. Six months later, they bring in another shortstop. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yes, he's a good player, but why are you using, why are you trading for another shortstop? And I go back to, and there's no injury. I go, you know, I go back to it. And I think I talked about this weeks prior on, on, on a podcast. Um, you've got to, and we were, you know, we were talking about um, in basketball about the um, like the Pelicans and in like building Oklahoma, like building your team. Yeah. You know, it, like, OK, here's this one guy. Can I build around him? And it's like like you saying, why would you go after two shortstops when you know that you have so many other needs that you have to do is like, don't don't blow your wad on, on yeah, this. I mean, they, they need their bullpen is not great. Why not go after that? Why not get another bat if that's what you need? Why not go after another starting pitcher? No, we're going to go for another star shortstop. You know, in, in two teams, I don't that, get it. The two teams that did it and, and went for it was the Braves and the Yankees. Yeah. They I, shored their needs up and, and, and literally, like for Atlanta, jet, did Jenison back into lean division. Yep. Put the Yankees back into. Playoff contention. Playoff contention. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's what it's about. And that's the thing. It's The Mets started off really good, did not make the deals that they should have made, and it's showing now, and they're, they're going downhill. The Braves had some injuries, said, okay, this is what we need, and we see we need this, made the trades, up the standings. I mean, I mean when it, Yankees, when it, when it, same way. When, when, it, when Acuna got hurt, they could have said, oh, well, there goes our season. No, they're no. like... Okay. All right. Well, well we, we got to make do. some moves. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, we just lost arguably our best player. Time to time to move on. Yeah. And they did it. I would tell you what. You know what? I was talking to uh, uh, Rob Bob about this. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it may, maybe it's me, me speaking on turn. But when was the last time the uh, Milwaukee Brewers were really this relevant? You know, they've had years where they've had some up, they, they've been up and down, but they're, I'm telling you, they're really good right now. Yeah. Milwaukee's a team to watch out for. Another one that some people are talking about, but they're not getting the love that they should is Chicago White Sox. Yeah. And they're both those central, you know, one's American central, one's national but central. Those Midwest teams that are just, they're making noise without yeah. making noise. Yeah. You know, they are just going out there. They're not, flashy you don't there you know white Sox have a few players you might know um milwaukee they really don't have you know you could probably not name i, I most people could not name five white Sox or five brewers i can't name any i'm a <laughs> i'm a baseball fan and i don't think i could do it yeah so i mean it shows that another one that's been up and down in the standings in the central cincinnati reds another oh team, yeah they've been Right. I mean, so we all know the teams you talk about 
the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, San Diego here recently. Um, even Atlanta gets some love yeah. throughout. But those central teams, just they don't get it. And right now, they're really good. I think they got the, some good ball players on those teams. I think the one that always did get the love that, of course, they're not doing so hot is the Cardinals. And yeah. now that it's not them, it's like, there's some Cardinals else. and Cubbies were always yeah, yeah. That, those were two that like you said if they they would but Chicago White Sox never got it no Milwaukee Brewers never got it Cincinnati nope. Reds never got it uh, and the Reds I think when when Griffey was there yeah but it was but when he was there they were not a great team he was a he was a great player but they were not a great team so I you know it's fun to watch these teams that. Don't get a lot of love just going out there and just playing ball and saying, all right, you don't have to talk about us, but we're going to go out there and win. Yep. And that's all they're doing is they are going out there and winning. So Milwaukee has a 10-game lead on Cincinnati. Wow. Milwaukee's 82 wins, Cincinnati's 72 wins. So both teams are they're having a good year. But to have 10 games on, that's huge. Uh, the Dodgers and San Francisco Giants are tied in the West. Atlanta has a game and a half lead over Philly. So, I mean, there, there's some good matchups still out there. White Sox, that's when we were talking. They have a 10-game lead. Hit the rewind button. Philly climbed up over the Mets. Yeah, Mets are Mets have a losing and they, record and they, right and now. And the Mets were over them at one point. Yeah. Met, now, wow. granted, Mets have won four games in a row right now, and Atlanta's lost three in a row. But overall, Atlanta was playing really good so i don't know what's gonna happen because that is a pretty tight race i don't think the mets are gonna jump up there i think i think atlanta's gonna win it wouldn't surprise me if philly did because philly's got some good ball players but milwaukee is just running away with their division the dodgers and giants they're tied but they're 14 games ahead of san diego who's in second so i mean that's gonna be one it's gonna go down to wire between the but I mean, you look at these other divisions, 10-game lead for Milwaukee. Shoot. They're not losing that. No. San Francisco, L.A., 14-game. One of them's going to win it, obviously, mm -hmm. but they're not, you know. Um, White Sox, 10-game lead. Tampa Bay Rays, they got a six-and-a-half game lead There's over the Yanks. There's your Achilles heel. They just don't I, lose Yanks games. are not going to, you know, they're not going to beat. They're not going to come up there and win that. I think the Yankees will win. Um, make a wild card, but they're not going to reach Tampa Bay right now. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Houston, fuck them. Yep. They got a four and a half game over Oakland. But I mean, the Central, like you said, they're just. Milwaukee is 82 wins. That's second best record, or no, excuse me, third best record in, um, in Major League Baseball. Nobody knows them. It, it, wouldn't that be some shit if Dave Wood did it and freaking the Bucks did it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Be you know, just like Tampa in football and um, lightning, yeah, football and hockey. Yeah, so it would be kind of cool to see the Milwaukee Brewers win it and the Bucks win it. Because I gotta admit, though, back back as a kid, I liked that logo. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. The Milwaukee Brewers old logo was cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. The MB with the baseball in it, that was cool. Yep. Um, that's, I mean, they, you know, we're getting towards the end of baseball season, so 
playoffs are around the corner. I mean, we just went through the standings. There's not that that's you got some decent races, but gotta what's gonna happen with Oakland? I don't know if they make the playoffs. No, I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about them like moving forward next year and like where they're gonna be. You know, they that team has always been a recently they they've they've always been a thorn in the side. They're usually in the playoff conversation. Now there's times where they've been terrible, but they need a stadium. They need something going on there. And they they have nothing right now. You know, every time they have a good player, they can't afford. They can never afford to keep a good player. I mean, that's going back even to like uh, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. Yeah, I mean, it's just Oakland has never been able to keep their big names. No. You know, like you said, McGuire, Canseco, they left. Then um, when you had the money ball with Billy Bean, you had Giambi leave. You had uh, Johnny Damon leave. Jason Isringhausen. Wow. I mean, you had good Tim Hudson. I mean, you had some really good players come through there. They can't keep them. Is it is it they can't keep them because the ownership don't have the money, or is it just well? And, and again, it goes to where the other teams got the bigger wallets. I think it's a little bit of both. I, I mean, think you know it, it's hard to compete with a team like you know you have the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox. For the last twenty years, those teams have opened up their wallets and yeah, they do not mind paying money. Now you've had other teams recently, you know, the Mets new ownership group, they don't mind. San Diego, um, they're now opening up the books. Um, so you have these other teams that are willing to do it, but overall everybody knows Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox. Those three teams, somebody's like, Here's your budget. They're like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, that's our budget. Yeah, sure. Uh, we need to spend an extra ten million on somebody. All right, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do it this well, time. This one I don't get. Okay, they're in the same boat really as San Diego. They're the only game in town now, and you know you would think, okay, let's open up the wall, let's make something happen. No, so I mean, it's yeah. I, I would if if they were to move the team, I wouldn't mind them seeing them going to Tennessee. I another place. Uh, that's a lot of people talk Portland. I could see that working too. Portland, uh, obviously Vegas is a hot topic right now for a lot of sports franchises, but Portland in baseball, Portland's been talking a long time about getting a baseball team, whether it's somebody moving there or through, um, expansion. I could see them possibly going there because they have, They've got a stadium laid out. Like they have everything already laid out. Basically, as soon as somebody says Portland, you're getting a team, it's it's going on. That's so. what I say Tennessee too, because I mean you got the Titans there, you got the Predators. They can make it work. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think Tennessee's a that's a the Nashville market is an up and coming huge yeah. market. I mean, they really that's a fun and it's a fun place to go. If you've have you ever been to Nashville? I haven't. I want to. It is freaking awesome. I love the Tennessee area. The weather's great. It's beautiful there. I and and Nashville is it is a cool ass area. In fact, did you know that is uh 
it was the the biggest place for bachelorette parties to go. Did not know that. Yeah, it is like the bachelorette capital of the U.S. Hmm. That's pretty. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for baseball news. Um, hockey season's around the corner. Basketball season's around the corner. Um, nothing extreme going on there right now. Um, you know, we're just, we're about to start training camp. So October comes around. That is, that is prime sports time. Oh, Cause you yeah. have NFL in full swing. You got baseball playoffs and then you got NHL and NBA starting up. So, and you got great beers. We oh love October. God, yeah. We freaking love October. Yes. So we're getting towards the home stretch and college football is going on now. NFL is about to start. Starting, Life is good. We're getting back in the swing of things, yes. boys. Hopefully it stays this way. Yes. So, well, Raj, I think that's that's all we got, man. Yeah. You got anything else to add? No, I think we hit everything. It was, it was great tonight. It was. Well, guys, thank you for listening. We will be back next week at some point. Raj, any parting words for I'm our a, audience? I miss you, Coop. Miss you, buddy. Miss you, man. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) No, we uh, hopefully we'll be back with three man booth next week. All right. Well, then until then, have your pets spayed or neutered (laughs) and and take care of each other. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.